you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first visit, I'm really glad that you found us. So here we are on episode 13 and... My goodness, time has really flown. I only started this podcast a couple of months ago and already we've looked at so many things, including websites, being an introvert, uh, saving time, social media, making quotes work for you, being an expert and how to turn an inquiry into a booking. So that's quite a lot already. So I'm quite pleased with that. But to be honest, I'm still finding my feet with it. So Thank you for bearing with me because this is such a different medium to me. It's one I've never done before and I'm only just starting to feel maybe a little bit more relaxed. So be sure to check out my previous episodes and I'd love to know if they've helped you. And also if there's anything that you'd like me to cover for you, just drop me an email. It's jane at janetravis.co.uk and let me know. That'd be fantastic. Okay, so today... I'm going to be talking about a deep dive into using online directories. Now, online directories are something that, to be fair, most, if not all, counsellors are on. And they've been on the go for a long, 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 long time. And it's often the first thing to do. And for me, I would say that to start attracting clients quickly, one of the first things I recommend is get yourself on an online directory. Now, I advise getting on a directory in the quick start section of my book, the Grow Your Private Practice book, and also in the quick start course that's in the Grow Your Private Practice club. Getting on directories is a great thing to do, at least initially. So they can be free or they can have an an initial free period. So they can be a very easy way just to get yourself out there and get started. But, you know, I do have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with directories, and I will tell you why. (laughs) Now, there are positives and negatives when it comes to directories. So the positives around directories are it's going to get you in front of people that are actively ready to access therapy. And that's so important. So they're actually looking for a counsellor to go and see. So being in front of them obviously makes perfect sense. It also gets you in front of people in your local area. Now we're just, you know, when I'm when I'm I'm recording this in September 2000, uh, 2020, I can remember the year, and we're still kind of in that really strange period. We've come out of lockdown, but we're not quite, things aren't back to normal, whatever normal might be. So if you're doing face-to-face therapy, then really you want to be in front of people that are in your local area. At the moment, though, a lot more people are going into online therapy. So online therapy means that you have the whole of your country or in the UK, you have the whole of your country that you can work with. I know in different countries, I know in the States, you have your state that you can work within. 
but it still gives you a chance to get in front of people that are within your local area. So if you're online, this helps you to get in front of people to talk about your particular niche as well. And another positive is it takes very little effort. So you really can get started quickly. You just fill in your bio and very often you're away. Now, the negatives of a directory. I think one of the big ones is it's not easy to stand out on a directory simply because of the way that they're designed. So usually they have like a ticky box of issues that you work with that makes it really hard for you to make the most of the niche that you might have. There's a tendency, isn't there, to put a tick in all of the different things that you could possibly work with. And I think that can make it difficult for clients when they're looking for like the right counsellor for them. And I'll come on to that in a little while. You're also competing directly with other therapists on things that are outside of your control. So things like where you live or where your office is or how you look in a photo, you've got absolutely no control of that. It's also extremely passive. Again, you've not got a lot of control. So you put up a bio and then you sit by the phone and you wait and you hope for the best. So you're putting your business in the hands of the gods. And I like to have a bit more control about that. And again, you can be penalised due to your geographic location. So, for example, I live in Lincoln, near Lincoln. I live six miles outside of Lincoln. And because of the number of therapists around locally now, I don't show very high in results. So someone who is closer to the centre of Lincoln will get shown and I will be several pages down. And that has a detrimental effect on how many people get to see me and subsequently come to me. Now, sometimes you can pay to appear at the top of results, but after paying a monthly fee and then paying for that on top of it, it can become a very expensive way to attract clients. And talking about how much it costs, it can become very expensive if you're on more than one directory. Like I say, some of them have a free trial period, some of them have offers. But if you get to the point where you're paying for them and you're talking roughly, oh, crikey, about 18, 20 pounds each, that can certainly add up very quickly. And they need to be bringing you regular, consistent clients for that to be worth that amount of investment. Now, a little bit of a rant alert here because this is something I feel really strongly about. I believe that that, well, I believe that too many directories just make the process of finding a counsellor more confusing for the clients. I think that it can provide too much choice and a client can be presented with so many different people saying similar things. And again, I'll be talking about that in a minute that it can actually put people off going to counselling. It can feel too difficult. And something else that I see that I get so angry about is companies, just regular companies that have nothing to do with counselling and that just want to make money from us, that will set up a directory. And these unscrupulous companies may contact you saying that they have a client, but you have to pay for their details. And then you have no guarantees that that is going to come to anything. I also know that there are companies offering online counselling for people, but they pay the actual counsellor a pretty low fee per session, which again, 
I'm really, really strongly against this. You deserve to be paid. You deserve to be paid well. You know, we all do. We all deserve to be paid well. So just because you love what you do and just because you feel passionately about helping other people, that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to be paid well. So just be aware of some of these things and do your homework before you hand over any cash, okay? And it's worth remembering that there are many, many, many ways to attract clients. You really don't have to engage in some of these directories if you don't want to. Now, okay, (laughs) that's my rant. That's my rant over, probably, almost. (laughs) But if you're a counsellor and you only ever want to have, say, up to five clients, for some some counsellors, this could be all that you need. You might only ever need to be on a directory, depending on your location, depending on your niche, etc., And that said, this is definitely a good thing to try when you're starting out. And one last point, if you're on a a directory and it's not working for you, that money could be invested into something else. So instead of paying into a directory that's not working for you, you could actually use that money on something like Google Adverts. And again, we have a workshop about Google Adverts in the club. You could spend that money on Facebook adverts and we do have training on Facebook adverts in the club. And these could potentially get you more clients for less money. And remember, social media, blogging, all these sorts of things are free. Right, that's it. My rant is now over. (laughs) So let's take an overview of what directories are from the point of view of the potential client. So put yourself in the shoes of your potential clients. So they've probably been needing some help for a while. They may have been putting off getting help. They might have been feeling really anxious. Very often, people before they come to counselling can just feel so scared. They can feel like a bit of a failure. These are things that I've talked about in the Therapy Rebrand Survey. Now, the Therapy Rebrand Survey is something that I did last year to explore uh, kind of the public's perception of counselling. So so to see how people view counselling. Now, the replay is available. It's free and I'll share the link below. And it's definitely worth having a look at that because I explore the issues that people have around coming to counselling and how we can overcome some of them. So back to the client. So the client goes on a directory and they're probably a bit anxious. They're probably feeling a little bit nervous and they're met with potentially hundreds of possible counsellors that all say roughly the same thing. Can you imagine how confusing that is for them? And again, putting yourself in the shoes of that potential client who's already feeling anxious, they land on somebody's account and They see an enormous list of qualifications and that can also be off-putting. It can actually feel very intimidating for that potential client. Now, according to the Therapy Rebrand Survey, again, people will often wait until they're on their knees before they access counselling. Sometimes they've struggled on a loan for years. And you'll know this, won't you? You'll know that sometimes you'll be sat in the counselling room and you'll have a a new client there that you meet for the first time and they'll sort of, they'll apologise for being there. They'll say, I feel really silly for being here. I know that there are people out there with a lot worse problems than I have. And they feel 
that what what's happening for them is trivial and then they go on to tell you about the years of depression and anxiety and abuse and all the rest of it but they they kind of trivialize it to themselves so if we start off by putting a huge list of qualifications that can be a little bit intimidating and it's possible that they might think their problems aren't important enough. They don't want to waste your time with their supposed trivial issues. So it could potentially put somebody off. And obviously, this is the exact opposite of what you're intending to do. So why is this? Why do we put these things on our directory entries? Now, I think that on a directory, there's kind of a feeling of competitive, comp- can't say it, competitiveness. We kind of feel like we need to compete with all the other counsellors and therefore we want to try and prove that we're kind of the best, which is totally understandable and I completely get it. Of course I do. Although I'm not a counsellor now, I was a counsellor for 14 years, so I'm aware of all of this. But by doing this, often we're concentrating on ourselves and trying to sell ourselves. And it's the needs of the potential client that get lost a little bit here. And it's always the needs of the potential client that should be front and centre. What is it that they need when they land on a directory? I also think that there's a tendency to copy what someone else has said before. You know, we have a look on the directories and we think, right, this is what other people are saying. That must be the right thing to do. And we kind of copy what they've written. And that's probably why so many directory entries kind of look the same. Now, we all know that the most important thing, the most important thing in counselling in all modalities is the quality of the therapeutic relationship. But on directories, if a client or a potential client just sees a list of qualifications, it's very difficult for them to get a real feel for you. And this is so very important. This is another thing that came out in the therapy rebrand survey. Clients know and understand that getting the right counsellor, the counsellor that's right for them, the one that understands them, the one that gets them is vital. And you know this too. Consider when you've had your own therapy, how important it is to get the right person. So I invite you to go onto a directory, whichever one, and just imagine that you're a potential client looking for a counsellor. So you're there, you're looking for some help, you're probably feeling a little bit anxious. So ask yourself, how would this person feel scrolling through that that directory? What are the things that would make them feel reassured and understood? What would ease any anxiety that they have within themselves? What would make them click through and read the full bio? And what would make them click through to read your website? And what would make them pick up the phone? Okay, so let's have a look at a few tips that will help you to stand out on a directory. Now, everything you do in your marketing is about starting to form a connection, letting people get a sense of you, just like they do in the first session or assessment session when they come to see you. 
The first session or assessment session is a chance that people get to sit with you, not to get to know you personally, not to be a friend of yours, but to just get a sense of, does this person get me? Does this person understand me? Am I going to feel comfortable with this person? Am I going to trust this person with my story? It's really, really important. And we can start this process by what we put on our directory and in all of the marketing that we do. Now, the first thing is that you're going to need a photograph of yourself. Now, this is really important because people want to know who they're coming to see. Now, you don't need to have a professional photo done at this stage. Now, it might be a good idea to get some done later in the future as an investment for your practice. But what they're looking for is really they want to know who is it that's going to open the door. So they're looking for you being warm. They're not necessarily looking for you being overly professional, and they're certainly not looking for someone being corporate. So how would you normally look when you're counselling people? What would you normally wear? Try to look like that in your photos. Now, the quality of the camera in mobile phones are now better than the cameras that people bought a few years ago. So just put a little thought into your image and you can take a really good photo. Now, here's a few tips for you to DIY. Have a really clear, uncluttered background. That can really help. Smile. It's been proven when people see a natural smile and a natural smile is one where when you get the little, you know, the corners of your eyes crinkle, that shows that it's a natural smile. And when people see that, they'll be drawn to you. So allow yourself to just have a nice smile. You'll need to have some light. Now, natural light is best. So just take a photo in daylight, wherever possible, in front of a window. But if not, have a few table lights pointing towards you if there's no natural light. And one of the best things you can do is just relax. Potential clients aren't looking for handsome. They're not looking for pretty or thin or anything like that. So try not to worry about your appearance in that respect. What they're looking for is someone that looks friendly, somebody that looks warm, somebody that looks approachable. And dare I say it, somebody that looks normal. So smile. And whilst you're having your photo taken in your head, say welcome. And that will come across in your face. Sounds a bit, sounds a bit weird, but it does work. Now, if you're doing this, you could take 100 photos or more. That's absolutely fine. You know, you're not paying for them. They're just on the just on your phone. So you could take 100 pictures and only like one of them. Again, it's absolutely fine. Just keep on snapping and you'll get one that you think is OK. So here's a few hints about your profile. So. Don't do this. So don't say thank you for viewing my profile. That's kind of nice, I know, but it wastes valuable space. Now, online, people have a really limited attention span and you need a hook, something that's going to make them want to click on the read more button. So if all they see is thank you for viewing my profile, it's not really giving them something that piques their interest. There's nothing there that makes them want to click through. So it's kind of using valuable real estate, real estate. So, so don't do it. It's a bit of a waste of time. Do let them know that you're the right person for them. So think about what are their needs? What are their worries? What's happening for them? Let them know that 
you understand them right from the get-go. And again, we do talk about this in the foundations course in the club. Now, please, 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 please do not say, <laughs> I'm saying this, this is a minor rant as well. What's happened is when, when I was putting together this podcast, I thought, right, I'm going to go and look on a, on a directory because the change they're changing all the time. As we get more and more used to marketing, people are changing and they are improving. But do you know what? I've just looked on a directory and probably 97% of, of entries say, I have a safe, confidential, non-judgmental space. It's everywhere. I mean, it's just everywhere. If everybody says it, it takes away kind of the meaning of it. So you want to let them know that you've got a safe, confidential, non-judgmental or empathetic space. How can you do that differently? How can you let them know that you are going to be there for them? So one of the things I sort of quite like is acknowledging that talking with people is hard. Talking with other people, we're told to talk to our friends, we're told to talk to our friends and family, but there are reasons that we don't. Sometimes they don't really listen to us. Sometimes they might talk over us. Sometimes they may not take what we're saying seriously, or sometimes people will judge us. Let people know that you could say, I don't do that. So find your own way of saying this and say something that's a bit more original. Another thing to try not to do is to say that you're an integrative or humanistic or person-centered counselling psychobabble makes people feel intimidated people don't have to know how you work you're you're an expert they're coming to you because you know what you're doing they don't need to know all the intricacies of what you're doing in the background now that said some people will want to know what your modality is and how you work so it is still important to include it but it doesn't need to be front and center on your on your profile so put it at the bottom of your profile so that people that want to know can see it. And similarly, don't start with a big list of qualifications because the problem is it can end up just making people feel a little bit intimidated. Yes, people want to see, you know, you need your qualifications on there, but again, put it towards the bottom of your entry. Another thing that I would avoid saying is, that you work relationally or that you talk about how your relationship is key. Now, this is something you may or may not agree with, but for me, and obviously you make your own mind up, you make, make, you make your own mind up about everything. But for me, I think for some people, this can feel quite scary. So they might just want to come along and they might be having problems with their partner and they might want to, you know, see how they can work that out. And if on somebody's entry, it says that they... It's all about having a relationship with your counsellor. People don't always understand what that means. And they might think, well, I don't want a relationship with the counsellor. I just want, a, just want a better relationship with my husband. Thank you. So just be a little bit aware of the fact that it can also make it sound like they're going to have to go to counselling for a long time. So if you want to talk about relationship or how, how you work in a relational way, have a little bit, a bit of a think about how you want to put that. And finally, sometimes people will put their practice on an online directory simply because other people have, and therefore they think that they have to. 
but you don't have to. As I talked about in the last episode of the podcast, it's your business, your rules. You can decide if this is working for you or not. Because if your directory entry isn't bringing you clients, it's just an added expense that could be better used in some other way. So what I would suggest is ask your new clients where they got your details. And if it's not a good source of clients for you, then it's okay to cancel it. So what I'd suggest is that you maybe give it three, well, between three and six months and gauge how well your directory entry performs. And in that time, tweak the copy as you learn a bit more about your ideal clients, try different things out. So give it three to six months. And then if it's not working for you, then come off it. There's no point staying on there if it's not right for you. Okay, so that's it for this week. I think what I'd really like, if possible, that you take away from this is that you are a unique person and the client is a unique person and everything to do with the client finding the right counsellor, i.e. you, is about you being able to connect with them. And the more that we can take away some of these obstacles, so these things like the um, list of qualifications or the psychobabble or anything like that, these are just hurdles that are in the way that can prevent that client getting in touch with you or can prevent that client from actually going on and getting counselling. Directories can be a fantastic place for this. They can be a really cost-effective way of getting clients. They can be a great way for you to be starting to connect. So allow yourself to be you. Allow yourself to be unique. Allow yourself to... Have, have those qualities come out, have that warmth, have that humanity, have that curiosity, have that friendliness and understanding. Allow that to come through in what you write on your directory entry. And then the client that's right for you will see that and connect with it. And they will then want to read more and pick up the phone and speak to you. So that's the top and bottom of it. It's all about the client It's all about how we can make it easier for the client to get into counselling and allowing yourself just to be you. You don't have to be anything other than you. You don't have to be a professional counsellor with a capital P and a capital C. You don't have to be anything other than you. You already have what it takes. So try to relax into that and trust the process So we've kind of taken a look at some of the positives and the negatives there are on being a directory. And we've kind of sort of, I'm encouraging you to to look at directories from the client's perspective and what it is that the client wants and needs, what it is that the client feels when they get onto that directory. And have a think about how your directory entry is connecting with your potential clients and think about how you can improve that. I've shared a few really simple tips for taking a photo and a few do's and don'ts just to watch out for. And remember that it's your business, your rules. If it's not working for you, don't keep paying for it. Do something else instead. 
And remember, if you need some help with your messaging, if you need some help to attract more clients more easily, this is exactly what we do in the Grow Your Private Practice Club. It's literally what we're all about. And you'll find the link below in the show notes. So I really do hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to hit subscribe so that you get the latest episodes delivered directly to your device. And drop me a line on jane at janetravis.co.uk and let me know how you get on with the directory entry. And come and connect with me. You'll find me on Instagram. So that's grow your private practice, all lowercase, no spaces. Or I'm also on Instagram under Jane Travis. So with lots of love and I'll hopefully see you again next week. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.